The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Welcome back to the Shed for another session of our Dungeon World campaign set in the world of Alamond. Nessalus, Calamte, Truk, and the crew of the Dawnbringer get ready to sail the open ocean as we get started. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to the Shed for Adventures from the Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, Facebook, iTunes, YouTube, Stitcher Radio, Stitcher Radio, Bing, Google+, Bing, Plus, all over the place. We're going to go around yeah, the table and say hi, Google starting with... Bing. Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I play Nessalus, the tiefling warlock Yes, that now uses the wizard... You could stop. You could stop. stop. stop You are are completely correct right now. (laughs) Just stop. How many episodes is that? All of them. (laughs) All of them. (laughs) JJ here playing Calamity, the human paladin of capitalism. Hey, this is Kurt. I am playing Truk. He is a human monk with some druid tendencies in Dungeon World. We're using fighter stats. And by the way, last night I was playing on chess.com, checking out the internet, having a great night at home. Mother, I'm not even going to say it. Yeah. Windows 10 started updating on me. What? In the middle of my god darn chess game, Windows 10 update. Shut down my computer so for four hours. Of monks, four hours. Okay, so anyway, I'm Joe. I'm the game master as we continue this Dungeon World campaign set in the world of Alamond. Britt is not with us today, so we're continuing she this story. She doesn't feel well. See the sidebar. Elena. Uh, yes. Uh, she doesn't feel well. You will probably know this if you listen to our sidebar from last week. Um, we're continuing this Dungeon World campaign, and Kurt is going to give us a little recap of our last session. Go ahead, Kurt. It will be very brief. We spent the last session in the t- seaside town of Wint. We were hanging out at the Sea Spirits Tavern, watching Ellen do her work, and uh, really just kind of going about the, li- <laughs> the life of uh, recuperating in town, making sure that Wylena was healed. But then Nestle decided that she wanted to send a message through some magical telepathy that we called a tweet <laughs> to the Wado Zeshan Monastery to inform them that evil was coming their way quickly and they should prepare themselves. And that seemed like a noble and wise thing to do, but somehow her magic backfired. And it turns out that she sapped the energy of our party mate Elena, who is now lying in a coma at the Second Church of Wint. With a rune. Wow, he actually remembered it was the second church. The second I'm church of Wint. With the rune that Nestle used to cast her message spell inscribed or burned onto her forehead. The party went to the second church of Wint to try to revive her, worked with the dwarfs who were the overseers of that church, had no success. But when Nestle tried to find out what had happened, she saw a flash. An evil flash, a terrifying flash of her father, Dantalian. Dun, dun, dun. Who is a evil, evil, dark lord spirit. And now Demon. she knows. <laughs> He's double evil, though. She knows that Dantalian knows where she is. And he is probably coming to get her. So that's where we left off. We are waiting for the cutter that JJ's, uh, sorry, that Calamite's people are designing to be a super speedy vessel across the sea so that the party can get back to the Wado Zeshan Monastery to fight for the third sword before the Naga and Dantalian and the other forces of evil arrive. Yeah. So say I. So say we all. 
Hey, <laughs> JJ, would you like to fourth that motion? I would like to fourth that motion. Um, and yeah, I mean it's it's gonna be it's gonna be a good trip. I think. Um, I was able to secure uh, six other sailors to help us. Cool. So you are have, they alive or undead? They are alive. These ones are alive. Plus for we had the cook. I forgot to mention the undead sailors we have working for us. Exactly. The skeleton, the skeleton crew. crew. Yes. Yeah. Do you think it's possible that we might have what you call a um, perilous voyage ahead of us? Perilous journey. Perilous journey. Perilous journey. Yeah. yeah. It's quite um, possible. So you have a total of 11 aside from the Yes, the three I have, of you. I have uh, six normal sailors. Now, what races are they? Just uh, they, they're, they're all kinds. It, you know, this being a port side town. Yeah. Um, it is an eclectic bunch. Okay. Um, <laughs> Take what they, you can get. But, they, but, they, but the thing is, like, I, uh, I, I, I wanted to make sure that these were gentlemen that had worked together before okay. to ensure that there is a good camaraderie that, you know, if one wanted a mutiny, then the other ones might, you know, stop that from happening. So are these from the stock before the pirates then? Ones that were already the, these are these are come Wint. after the pirates. Okay. These, these are recent comers to the town of okay. Wint. Um, so relatively new sailors, but they have worked together. They have okay. worked together. So I think Truk has done everything that he needs to do in town. He has taken the hilt of his former short sword and had it uh, had a new blade welded or or crafted onto it. He has healed himself and has healed Wylena as best as she can be healed during her time in town. He has tried to do everything he can to help Elena, but there's really nothing more he can do. So he is at this point waiting for his compatriots to be ready to undertake the voyage. Does Nestlus need to do anything special to get ready? She needs to say goodbye to Wayne. You know, <laughs> he's been consoling her for the past <laughs> so two, two days. So she have to go unlock the hotel room door and... You know, get him out of his little... Sure. Outfit. Um, <laughs> no, they just... They give him his ball gag. Give him his... Take out the ball gag. <laughs> and the plugs. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love that it's an afterthought. <laughs> just say goodbye to her buddy. Just put on the nipple clamps. <laughs> <laughs> Pull off the nipple clamps and take the gag. <laughs> I love the fact that Mickey is the dirtiest <laughs> member of our group. I love it. Okay, so Wayne... Is he doing okay? He's oh, he loved every okay. second of it. He's what are you talking about? Yeah. Anything else? That no, that's it. No, that's it. That's <laughs> all she needed to do to get ready. All right. Um, JJ, what does the new boat look like? We had determined the name was the Dawnbringer, Dawnbringer, and it has the seal of the uh, the Turner Amber House. Yep. yep. What does it What does it look like overall? It is a uh, very very sleek. It's a three mast ship. Um, it uh, it's very angular and pointy. Um, it's very narrow, so okay. it's it's long, like forty feet long, but at its widest, it's only about ten feet. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. So it's long a very and sleek. very so like the old Viking ships. Like exactly. Super long and thin. Okay. Um, <laughs> That's what she said. Not like Wayne. Not like Wayne. Not like Wayne. Short and thick. He is short and thick. They call him Beer Can. Beer Can. <laughs> she crushed the beer can. Uh, so you get everybody on board, ready to head off. And um, are there any instructions you leave behind to Philippe? Uh, no, Philippe has uh, he has shown himself uh, to be a great resource. And um, 
I do tell him that if he keeps it up, then he can expect to um, migrate to Amarash soon. Neat. Will his wages, wages increase by an odd fraction? Yes. Okay. Um, <laughs> by, uh, by, 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 by pi, actually. <laughs> by, by pi over three squared. Yeah. Okay. Um, any instructions you want to leave the dwarves at the second church of uh, Wint as far as Elena? They're keeping care of her, but are there anything that you, uh, is there anything that you want them? Vanessa, could you put a cage spell around Elena? I can, but then as soon as I leave, it drop. Ah, true. So. While I'm there, she's super protected. Super. I think the room. I think we should the- leave the dwarves a generous stipend to do their best to mm. watch over our compatriot. You would have to confirm that with your local banker. Excuse me. The Bank of Calamity. Yeah. I think Calamity is running is low on Is he still in funds. debt? Calamity is low on debt. He's, 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 he, but he's, not, he's, he's high in debt, but he's definitely not low in liquid funds. He's low on oh, he's, he's, mar- he's leveraging. He's leveraging. He's on exactly. He is floating checks. <laughs> he's kiting. <laughs> you! <laughs> yeah. That's right. Where we go, funds don't matter. Exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. But it does matter in the city where Elaine is being. Yeah, up. I do think we should make... Uh, I mean, we care for Elena deeply. We, sh- we should yeah. uh, make sure that she is well provided for. It's in allergy our season. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're, you're going to leave the doors with money to care for her? Yeah, and I would yes. also have mentioned to Jalen, the wizard, that I want him to occasionally check in and make sure things are well there. Okay. And I would have sketched out. Well, the dwarves have already seen the sketch that I prepared yes. of the face that I saw and tell yeah. them to, be, to, do not, to take the most precautions possible. To protect themselves and the church. Um, and, th- and they'll let you know that they've done as much as they can to keep evil away from their doors. I will also have uh, Philippe on the next uh, stalking mission to the temple okay. to tell Jer of Elena's downfall. Okay, that's a good thing. So the order knows? Yeah. Well, she's the only member of the order. Sure. It hasn't been enough time to recruit anyone else. Mm. Spreading the word and all. The final order. All right. You might want to let Rudolph and the Order of the Crimson know that. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, it's time his, to You cut his nose off. That's true. Actually, you didn't. I think he did. It's cut time Rudolph's to start our journey. Off. Let's go. Uh, okay. Let's do so this. onto the boat, off into the ocean. So sit right back and enjoy a tale tale. Tale of a fateful <laughs> trip that started from this tropic port aboard a tiny ship. It's not, well, it's thin. I don't know if it's tiny. That's true. God. It's the, it's the it's SS Minodon. If we had a Dawnbringer. If we only had Ginger on this trip. Well, you've got um, you got Wylena, right? That's that's true. All right. And you, you do have Wylena, right? You brought uh-huh. her Wylena. <coughs> sure. All the Nestlas, I think, is a tired. She's tired from all of her time with Wayne. Yeah, you got to okay. girls got to recover. <laughs> it takes time. Recover from making him do things. I do things too, to him. <laughs> 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 the afterthought, as he said. Um, it's hard to peg a dude. All right, sorry. What kind of meals do you have when you're at sea? Oh, uh, I did make sure to have a uh, a galley cook. Um, okay. So, who's alive? Who is alive? Uh, he's part. He's not part of the uh, six crewmen that I told you about earlier. Okay. Um, I have maxed out this vessel with the seventeen people. That was fifteen. Seventeen. Okay. Okay. Um, um, and uh, it's it should be, as 
And this this is calamity being um what do you call it? Hopeful. Yeah. Um it should we should have enough for first class meals for the party throughout the trip. Okay. Assuming no, no complications arise. Okay. So like first class, this is airline food kind of thing. Exactly, right. like airline okay. kind of food and then yeah. um there yeah. there are enough provisions on to, you know, undertake a long I mean, if journey. nothing else, everyone can eat beef jerky for two weeks. Exactly. Right. And sea biscuits. Salt and sea biscuits. Pork. Isn't that a horse? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gorilla up is delicious. Yeah, horse jerky. So with that, we are going to undertake a perilous journey, oh, as gee. Kurt hinted to earlier. Now, normally this is about a two and a half to three week trip. Uh, because of the new boat, it should take less than two weeks, and we'll see how that works out. All right, let's do it. So, undertake a perilous journey. Two six. Is there? No, uh, well, we need to. We have get to the decide who's going to be the quartermaster. Ah. The so, trailblazer. Yep. Yeah. And the scout. And the scout. What are the modifiers on this? Wisdom. Wisdom. Them. Yeah. Mm. So who so. shall be the... I think you should be the quartermaster. Calamte. Okay. I think Calamte... What do you, what do you guys think? What do you think, Truk? Truk doesn't I mean, it, it is my ship, so... I mean... Yeah, he's probably going to order people around regardless of if he's the quartermaster or I'm not. I'm somewhat wise. So you want to be, what, the trailblazer? I mean, realistically, I... Would no, you, you would I'd be you'd the, probably be the scout. I was going to say, I'd be the scout. Up, up, in, the, uh, up in the crow's nest. Exactly. So All you're right. going to put the amount of time that it takes us to reach there in my hands? Yeah. It's got to be. If, now, it says right on well, the Well, that's move, just because you like grabbing the rudder. If nobody well, takes it, it's know. automatically considered a failure. Oh, okay. So, I'll so it's t- better I'll to take it and try line. than I to I feel like at this point, Nessus would, you'd feel like you should be in charge. You'd be taking control Dominating. of Dominating. Yeah, and, and it may be totally ill-founded, but I feel like that's what you would do. All right. I'll be the trailblazer. And Trug just likes watching because... He's a he's bit a of a layer. Dirty, that's why dirty. he's the scout. All right. All right. So what I'd like to have first is the scout, please. All right. And then after this, make sure you rub them on your breasts. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially Seven after that. Seven plus one, eight. There you eight. go. Okay. Scout has eight. Next. Got to rub them oh, on I'm the sorry. boobies. Next, I want the uh, trailblazer. Yeah. Going to rub them first. Yep. Yeah. Oh, oh. The boobs are not working wow. today. Seven. Seven. Oh, you made it. Wow. That's good. Okay. And, and quartermaster. quartermaster as a eight. Eight. Okay. So everybody just Successes cruised right around. by normal. No, nothing extra special. Nothing the extra scout. horrible. Exactly. Uh, this is a completely average result. Um, as we progress through the, uh, through the waves, uh, perhaps um, a week into the trip, you guys have eaten uh, some beef jerky, some of the... Uh, quote-unquote, first-class food, uh, which consists of just differing bits of gruel and porridge and what have you, as well as some grilled meats. So uh, this, this cook that Calamity brought along is good at being able to keep a fire contained in the galley of the ship. Always a good thing. Yes. Um, so you're able to actually have some cooked foods, which is nice. Uh, through through the, the middle of the day... Uh, Truk notices that there are some waves that keep following, or a wake is probably a better way to put it, that seem to be following the boat. Mm. Mm. This is never good. It's I like do underwater, a- something that doesn't quite break the surface, but there's just enough to cause another wake along with the wake of the um, Dawnbringer. Right, so I would mention to my compatriots, it appears that something is tracking the boat. 
I don't know what it is. I try to look more closely and see if I can mm-hmm. discern what it might be. So can you do that out loud so that uh, JJ can hear it now since he just stepped back I in? I would. I would say to Nestles and JJ, there appears to be something that's tracking alongside our boat with creating a wake, but we can't see quite what it is. But I'm, I'm scared that there's something following us. Yeah, it's probably yeah. just porpoises. Try to look more Porpie. closely. Porpie. It's a porpupod. I would be happy well, if it were just porpie, but this looks bigger. This would be that. a discern realities then. Yes, Let's it would. do that. With wisdom? Read the sheet is wisdom, yes. <laughs> Read the sheet. <laughs> Isn't that the Game Master's job? There's only ten things you can do in this damn game, it and you wisdom. can't figure them out. It's wisdom. Yes, it's wisdom. Nine. Nine, so you get to ask a question off of the list of discern realities. I've got the special basic moves right here. <laughs> special basic moves. And discern realities. Mm-mm-mm-mm. What you got? Oh, there's so many that would work. Yeah. So I mean, I could one. ask what is about to happen. You could or I could say, what should I be on the lookout for? Yeah. What here is not as it appears to be. I think so I'm think going of, to ask. Think of the story. In this case, Truk was watching the wake. Right. And what is it he really wants to know based on the wake? What the hell is in the water behind us? Okay, so um, what you can see at the edge of the darkness of the water, just as something comes up to create a wake, it looks like a tentacle. But not like an octopus tentacle, like some kind of, like a spear at the end of a tentacle. Like a Cthulhu Old Ones tentacle? It could be, yeah. This is not good. Oh, or, or, I'm not ready to fight yeah. an old one. I love sushi. <laughs> could also be a squid. It, uh, yeah, I love calamari too. But it, and it also looks very large. Like the wake it's creating is almost the size of the wake of the boat because the boat itself isn't that wide. Can I spout lore or something? I would? I would love it if you would because it sounds like it might be. So what what is it you would do that would kick off the spout lore move? Well, you if would I think of? if I saw a tentacle and I said it doesn't look like an octopus sucker. Are like you going sucker. Scottish? It looks like it might be. I think he's going French. From the Kraken. <laughs> Let's let's do a spout lore, which is intelligence. Oh no! See, I rolled an eight, but with intelligence, that's like a one. Oh, no. <laughs> um, right next to or right above seven, the discern seven. realities move is spout lore. Seven. So you roll that plus intelligence, and as a seven, what that means is I give you um, a bit of information, uh, something interesting, and it's up to you to make it useful. Mm. So it does harken back to some stories that you remembered. Because if I remember right, Truk didn't pay that much attention in history class yeah. in the monastery, nope. right? He was more interested in um, Michaela. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, oh, Michaela. You remember stories of a monster of the deep. Right. And, so, and those stories do indicate that word that Kurt was saying, the Kraken. Right. So when you're in a monastery in the hills and the mountains, landlocked, yeah. stories of the sea are interesting to you. And so... While I was not a particularly bookish lad, I do remember bookish. stories of pirates. See, that's the thing. Truk, he heard about the monster of the deep. No. But the monster of the deep don't know about the monster in the sheets. Oh, Lord. <sighs> and can we mute that part? I, like, don't, I, don't, I don't think I'll go through out. the effort. Yeah. Well, I was but, just trying to give effort uh, explanation for why Truk would know of the Kraken. And yes. he does because he was intrigued by these 
tales of faraway places because okay. to him they weren't book learning they were epic kind of well, uh, that's how tales. that's how true got the nickname Kraken oh, <laughs> Philip McCracken <laughs> oh, Lord. so he now knows <sighs> there's a good chance that we are fighting a giant squid of ferocious nature epic proportion it could be a nice squid it could be it has not attacked us it has not been aggressive can i talk to I it i think we should leave can it you alone. talk to it uh, you know what i'd like to do there um mickey is, is let's do a spout lore for nessalus okay because the thought of can i talk to it is to me drawing upon knowledge of can it communicate all right and based on what you remember about the ocean dwelling squid things plus intelligence right? yeah mm-hmm. Oh, that's my best stat. Yeah. So that is 7 plus 3 is 10. Um, what you recall is squid don't talk. Damn it. Oh, squid not, don't not talk. Not sentient-wise, not like um, you couldn't get its thoughts or anything other than I want to eat now kind of thing. Okay, right? so in but that... But it wouldn't... It, would, it, it isn't like... It's not a pet that would obey you or anything like that. It's just a thing. In that vein... Yeah. Given that I know that it's... Um, it just wants to eat. Could I like throw something overboard and have it feed on that? Well, but you would need to throw something overboard a bit as big as the boat. It would have to be huge. This thing is huge. Why don't we throw a calamity overboard? (laughs) (laughs) Who's going to pay for everything? We're going to be taking turns here. I think Kurt's about to step out to urinate. As soon as he's done, I'm probably going to have to go. So let's keep this going. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, uh-huh. it hasn't attacked us. It hasn't. It hasn't not been hostile. Yet. So hasn't. how would you just keep sailing? Keep sailing with a, a watchful eye towards whatever it is that's following I agree. Us. And in 90 seconds, Truk will be ready to do whatever is <laughs> 90, 90 seconds. seconds. He's optimistic. We'll time it, too, for those of us who are actually paying attention. Um, with, with that, Calamity, how would you start to prepare the boat for what could be an attack? You're, you're currently being stalked, yeah. maybe? Yeah. Um, so uh, I tell the you know the the rigging the riggers to uh, pull all you know pull everything in that we can to generate more speed. Okay. Try to outrun it. Um, once I determine that that's no longer possible, that this thing is keeping pace. Uh, let's do um, right now. Let's do a charisma roll because right. you are ordering about your deck crew, which should respond to you based on your ability. To well, he's got them. the medallion. Well, uh, specifically the humans, the, the humans. alive people. Okay. The way this is going to work overall is the skeleton crew is going to do what they did in life. Yeah. So uh, that is a eight for myself. Okay. So you're able to order them around completely normal. You're not going to get them to lay down their lives for you right now, but they're doing what you need them to do. To yeah, because the d- it's in their best interest as exactly, well. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, because if the ship goes down, everyone goes down with it. Yes. Um, and actually, I'm going to uh, consult with them. Since they uh, have more knowledge of the sea than I, um, what do they know of the uh, the myth of the Kraken? Okay, so as far as what the sailors know about the Kraken, I'm actually going to turn that over a little bit to Kurt, who's going to perhaps use some of the stories that he was told and or heard of in the monastery as knowledge that the sailors might have, because, well, I'm going to step out. And Truk would be happy to share that. Do you think he needs to share about 90 seconds of knowledge? Approximately, <laughs> yeah. Ah, so back when Truk was at the Wado Zeshant Monastery as a young child, when he was six, seven years old, and Michaela was just nine or ten, he would read stories of the great epic battles, and he would read about 
warriors who had fought lesser demons and deities at the far shores and people who had challenged the great heroes of old, but he was always intrigued by the seaside tales. One of them pertained to, well, there were several. There were giant octopus, octopi, mm-hmm. uh, but they, octopus, they're always a little slow. Whereas the kraken, the kraken was a squid of giant proportions and great strength and speed. It could dart and dash from side to side along a boat. And then in an instant, in the blink of an eye, its tentacles would strike out and wrap a person up, pull him from the deck and slam him down into the sea, never to be seen again. Sounds really scary. He could wrap a person, constrict him, crush him to death. Or take him down to a Davy Jones locker, drown him beneath the sea. Alternatively, on occasion, the Kraken would spray a horrible ink that would coat the the people on the deck and coat the ship. And, uh, oh, Joe, you've missed quite a tale. Uh, Make it impossible for them to fight. The Kraken is a formidable foe. It can be hit many, many times without taking any noticeable damage, all the while grabbing sailors from the deck, crushing them and now, throwing them into the sea. I've, I've heard that... Now, did he say the whole thing as a pirate? Aye. Aye. Uh, arr. 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 Everything, everything in this world has a predator. Um, what is the Kraken's predator? Or the squid's predator? Mm. This is not something that Truk knows. Spout lore. Let's do a spout lore. Anybody? I got this. Go for it. Sure, why not? Well, you want to do it? You got it. You got an intelligence. I got bonus. a plus three. True, definitely doesn't know it because he rolled a four. So Calante oh, asked. If you yeah. rolled, that's a failure. Thank you. Oh, I thought you asked everyone to roll. Anybody who wants to roll can oh, roll. I didn't want to. I already knew I didn't. <laughs> I know. didn't want to. That is nine thousand. Nine thousand. Just say 12. ten. It's, just a, yeah. it's a nine plus three. Okay. It's a twelve. Um, there are no known predators of the Kraken. They are just feasted upon by, um, you know, uh, uh, scavengers after they die. They appear to be the apex predator They're of the, the ocean. They're the top of the food chain. Yes. It's possible that Calamite is a predator. And it may be possible every now and then the smaller ones will get into fights with other animals. But From what is, I've seen, is, is this a full-grown or is this a baby? It... The wake from one te- tentacle is the size of the wake of the boat you're on. So this is a, ba- a big bad it's, one. It's not a baby. This is a big one. It's a yeah. big daddy. Yeah. Or a big mama. Big mama. Yeah. Um, if she eats the boat, she'll be 0.6 pounds heavier. Is Truk able to uh, call upon um, the animals to help? Is he druid enough for that? Are you druid enough Are for you that? druid enough? That should be a new game show. Are I, you druid enough? I don't think that Truk. I don't think that's the way that Truk has gone with his druid training. Yeah, I don't think he talks to animals yet. I can do. Um, I guess I could do what is equi- the equivalent of communion whispers, which is. Ooh, I like that one though. That was the maybe? one where we had determined, um, Frederica, because uh-huh. you have that branch from Frederica. You're able to bury it in the ground normally. Right. And get a sense of things around you in nature. Correct. I would like to try that here. Mainly, one big reason is because, as I had said, we had a chain going and now Mickey has stepped out. To it would give me it. a vision of significance yeah. to me, my allies, and the spirits around me. Really what I'm doing is 
calling on the resident spirits of a place or the yeah. land. So here I'd be calling on the spirits of the ocean. So what I would say is in order for you to get this done is you'll need to touch Frederica to the ocean. So maybe grab some of the wave that splashed onto the deck and, mm-hmm. and you know, that Frederica is going to have to touch the ocean and the boat perhaps mm-hmm. at the same time to get enough nature there to make this work. Okay. Wisdom roll. And unfortunately, with this being an audio podcast, people can't see you squat while you do this. Yes, 2d6 plus your... 7 plus, I think, 1 is 8. Okay. Which, for me, I'll take. Okay. And with that, um, that was a druid move, right? Yes, so the vision will be unclear, and its meaning will be murky. Okay. Kind of like the ocean. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The vision you get is of this specific beast actually pulling down vessels as large or larger than the one that you're on. It's like you get a little bit of its history. And this seems to be its hunting grounds um, or spawning grounds or something. It protects this area. That's the biggest feeling you get. You are in an area that it is patrolling and protecting. Hmm. So, so what if we like we hightail it out of we there? We can fight or we can hightail it. Hightail it out of there. Hightail it. That's what we've been doing. It's keeping pace. Yeah, it has a higher tail. Ah. It wants to fight. It very well could. Or maybe it just wants to make sure that we're getting out of its way. Or what if we're going into its territory? Oh my god. And just as Nestle starts to freak out, the boat hits something. The possibility. There's what? a big uh, something. There's a big thunk. And you can feel half of the speed. Maybe you're going 20 knots or so with a good wind. Um, you can feel uh, almost half of the speed bleed off, and you're all thrown forward a, a few steps. Oh, crap. What did we just hit? Um, well, what sound does a kraken make? Does anyone know? You hear that. Did we hit the kraken? <laughs> and, and up on the side of the boat, um, out of the water, about 15 feet, is a beast with a beak, and it's making that gurgly, nasty noise. What that the hell? It was behind us. What the hell? Well, a tentacle was. All right, Damn so we it. cannot. We know we cannot talk with it, so I cannot be diplomatic. I can't dominate it. Let's blast that dude in the face. One of, so it looks like at this point, as we're deciding what to do next, on two sides, both, what is this, port and starboard, yes, both sides of the ship, there are large tentacles that are coming up to wrap themselves around Eldritch the Eldritch Blast! <laughs> I would also like to hack and slash. <laughs> she said poof first. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so go, go, Mickey. Let's do an Eldritch Blast. That is, for anyone who is paying attention to our conversion from D&D 5e to Dungeon World, that is Magic Missile, Massive, from, the, magic from, missile. from the Wizard. Go ahead. Oh, uh, 1d4. We made that a cantrip. I don't cantrip. have to roll, right? You do. I moved it to a cantrip. Yeah, we made it a cantrip. Um, but you do have to roll for any spell you cast. Otherwise, you know, free isn't all that good. Free isn't good. It yeah. uh, involves no risk. Da, 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 da. It is a 7 plus 3, 10. Mm. Woohoo! So it just happens. It just happens. Go ahead and roll your damage. I assume you're attacking the Kraken. The Kraken! Any specific part of it. With that tentacle that I see coming out right at me. Okay. You don't want to hit in the face? Hit the Kraken right in the face. That's only Wayne. <laughs> Wayne's the only... No, Wayne, he's, Wayne he's, got, he's got she a pretty... Probably, he's she got a pretty tells face. him to hit himself in the he's face. He's got a pretty face. We yeah. don't hit him in the face. Do you like Aww. to be spanked? I do. Uh, 
You didn't need to know that. I mean, <laughs> I mean, Wayne, I mean Wayne, Wayne, too. A four. <laughs> four damage? Yes. Okay. Uh, and it has been recorded. Calamity. There is no. <laughs> There's other <laughs> things that have been recorded too. Yeah, <laughs> it's been recorded that Mickey likes to be spanked, which I was is awesome. Like, wait, I, that's not what there you is asked. no <laughs> tentacle close enough yet for you to hit. It uh, is all out of reach. I. If the things are coming out of the water. Think of it as you guys are in the boat. The tentacles are coming out of the water like 20 feet to the side, and they're coming up around. And she shot something out, but right now they're still I don't know 15 feet or so away. Okay. Um, I would like to unlimber my greatsword. Okay. Uh, have one Duck of the skeletons tie a rope around my waist, okay. and I'm oh, going to nice. go charging off the prow and jump onto its head. Um, right now, I'm going to limit what the skeletons can do, but you can get one of the alive people to do it. Okay. Okay. The skeletons, for now at least, they're just going to be strictly doing what they did in life. Um, okay, so you get... Um, well, we'll call him Jerry. Jerry, yeah. Jerry. Um, <laughs> Jerry Garcia. Uh, he skeletons? is now. Thank you. He With is. The skeletons? Yeah. I like it. Yeah, well, he's not a skeleton. He's I know, a, but he's a human. Jerry's yes. the leader. Yeah. You know, oh, Grateful the Dead. Dead. Yeah, he, that um, was subconscious. I know you didn't intend that. No, it's okay. He, he's an older guy. He's got like a grayish he beard. And he everywhere he goes, he wears bandanas. <laughs> all the time. Okay. He's drop a lot of acid. Um, uh, but he ties a hemp rope around you. And Smoke you're line. able to jump. Ah. <laughs> what? Well, well, I didn't get it, right? All right. Okay. And I want to do the whole, you know, jump off, use some momentum, downward stab as far as my great sword can into its face. So what is Truk doing as he sees this swan dive? So Truk. Actually, what kind of dive would you call it other than heroic? Honestly, it almost looks like he's jumping in a crouching motion already. Okay. So he's doing air squats. Right. Yeah, air squats. Okay. So, you know, in Dungeon World, you're supposed to describe what you're doing, not, not the mechanic. But Oh, yeah. So, tell me how you think this works. When you go into battle, yeah. through, with through death eyes, you do a roll. So, I'm going into battle. So, I want to do it. How a is Truk going into battle? Now, think of it as through death eyes. You're naming something. So, does Truk, as the monk, want to be... Uh, you know, boisterous. Does he want to say, you're going to die? Or is it just the kind of thing where he just makes a mental note it would to totally the GM? A, yeah, it would be a mental channeling of energy. Okay. He would not articulate it, but he okay. would know, like, this is the foe, which is easy in this case because there's no yeah, other foe, okay. but he would say, all of my energy is here. I'm going to kill this. So go ahead and read the move because it's the first time we'll have it in gameplay. Read right. the move and let's play it out. When you go into battle, roll plus wisdom. On a 10-plus, name someone who will live and someone who will die. On a 7 to 9, name someone who will live or someone who will die. Name NPCs, not player characters. The GM will make your vision come true, even if it's, remote, if, if it's even remotely possible. On a 6 or less, you see your own death and consequently take minus 1 ongoing through battle. So think about this before you roll, mm-hmm. since you're naming NPCs. And if you need to name someone who will live and someone who will die, you'll probably want the Kraken to die. But you still need to name an NPC who will live. Correct. I only know one. His name is Jerry. There are five other alive people and five skeletons. Plus, yourselves don't count, but Wylena does. Ah, okay. Well, then clearly I will name (laughs) Wylena. I want to make sure you know this. Although my close number two would be the cook. Yeah. Which we haven't named yet. But I will... um, I will uh, you know, him. I'll name him right now. His name is Boylan Billy because he boils everything. All right. 
I would clearly name Wylena. That's a no-brainer. Uh, I will name the Kraken to die. And I'm just curious. Is this a, a mandatory roll? It says when you go into battle, roll one plus whiz. So do, every time you start a battle, do you do you through death's eyes? Only if you're going to do that move. So you have to choose it. So the way it works is you're going into battle and you want to do it. Okay. Not you're going into battle and you have to do right. it. So that's, this, I mean, that's the way we're going to play it. Okay. Regardless. So for the people at home, this is slightly frustrating because it's a wisdom modifier, which for me is only plus one, <laughs> whereas dex is clearly my better stat. And, and so it is I know, a fighter move, which as a side note, a lot of fighters might not specify wisdom, but there are moves that lead to this. So you might want to beef up wisdom early on as the fighter. Exactly. So I know going in here, I'm likely to get, statistically, I'm likely to get that middle roll. Um, but I'm just which gonna... is a success. I know you focus a right. lot about how it really is partial failure. It's a success. Correct. It's just a success with cost. But I'm going to roll it. Ready? Yeah. Come on, baby. I love how Come Kurt's on. move takes like five right. minutes. <laughs> well, I got to give you guys time. I mean, you're over there thinking about getting spanked, and JJ's thinking about going to poop. I just want to roll. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Did you roll two ones? A one and a three. Four plus one, five. Okay, that's five at least. Oh. I see my own death and consequently take a minus one ongoing through the battle. Now, God, okay. I didn't rub it on my boobs. Hang on. Let me rub, it on, rub it on your boobs. Hang on. Oh, I've been working the bench press. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Now I get you a nine. should have rolled it. Rubbed <laughs> yeah. it on your boobs. So, no, but I fail. I fail. Okay. Um, as, as you are going into battle, as Truk is going into battle, he gets a vision of being wrapped in a tentacle and his left leg stuck in a beak of this giant creature. Oh, no. And you will take a negative one ongoing. What, now, ongoing is something we don't normally deal with. Right. Ongoing is every single roll you make for the rest of this battle will have a negative one to it. Correct. After all other modifiers. Right. So now, if you do something that you I have mark a plus XP, three on, At this point, yes. it takes like 9 million XP to get a level. Well, the okay. way you're going, you'll have it in about five minutes. True. Uh, right. So <laughs> with my charge. Now I, your charge will connect. Okay, well, no, I, because I charged, I used, yeah. used to move charge. Okay, um, all right. Yeah, I didn't think so about that. So plus one yeah. forward, yeah. would that have helped him at all? Uh, no, because he, he only had a five. Oh, okay, okay. So it would have made it a six. So it, it helped him be on the edge of failure instead of deep within failure's territory. Fair enough. <laughs> but, <laughs> the, the butt guy, yes. The penis rectum feller. Uh, rectum. we got to uh, put this guy on our website. Well, <laughs> um, so it's so horribly drawn. You are now coming into contact with Squid with a rope tied around your your waist, Correct. whatever. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, let's go ahead and make that hack and slash roll. All right. So come is, on. Is a, and you will take a plus one to this because you get a plus one forward as well. I think unless it's just it's those only you lead. allies. It just says only allies. Does it say those you lead take a plus one forward? Yes, those you lead. Are you leading yourself? I don't think so. Then no, okay. I'll let you talk yourself out of a plus yeah. one. That's cool. say, in magic, it would be like plus one to all elves. Yeah. If you're an elf, you get a plus one. I want all zombies. Oh, yeah. It. It's okay. I still got a 12. Nice. Yeah, you did. Go ahead and deal your damage to the Kraken. To the Kraken? Yeah. Release the Kraken. I'm going to deal. Deal. Deal with it. Deal with deal it. Deal with it. Dude, JT's dice give me a hard on. <laughs> So awesome. If you're a good boy, maybe you'll get some. The metal dice? Mm-hmm. Cool. Put it on your list. That is nine damage. Nine damage, okay. Um, you, as you hit it, 
you feel the there's a lot of resistance in the the hit that this thing its I, skin I have, is much I have cracked his chitin. Yeah. Um, but the, its skin is much thicker than you anticipated for such a squishy it sea has creature. chitin. Yeah. Um, Can I smack it again with it, it? It it now has two tentacles grabbing onto the boat, and you can hear the timbers of the ship start to crack. Um, Truk, yes, one of the tentacles wraps itself around you. What oh, that's you do? never good. <laughs> Especially since <laughs> you I mean, saw. except in Japanese. Hentai. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I'm holding my staff from. One <laughs> <laughs> of the tentacles I'm wrapped around me, and I'm, I'm holding, holding my staff. staff. <laughs> Uh, uh, the staff of Frederica. Yep. And uh, I think I have to just do a hack and slash at it, right? I guess. I mean, if, if I'm, what, well, I mean, if I'm in a tentacle. Uh, don't, I'm gonna, uh, like you said earlier, don't think of the move you're doing. What is your character doing? If I'm wrapped up in a tentacle and no one is helping me, and yeah, I have my powerful it. druid staff, I'm going to be wailing and channeling as much energy into it as possible. <laughs> And you tell me what that looks like. Um, <coughs> it sounds like a hack and slash. Which I do with dex? Well, you do with dex unless you're using the stick. The stick is defense for you, not offense. Staff is defense? Yes. Defense. The, the, that's what gives you a plus one to armor. Frederica helps to protect you, but does not deal extra damage on your behalf. Because the weapon itself is not a finesse weapon. The staff is not. But your hands, your body is a finesse weapon. Ah, the so staff is not the right, staff. Right, so right. you're <laughs> kicking something while you're holding the staff ready. When it attacks you, you help the staff helps you to block it. Right, right. So I guess for the attack, if that's the case, I would really use. I mean, the difference Bite between it. yeah, I, I'd use my elbows, my okay. my fists, my like because they're much stronger. It's all going to be close quarters. It's wrapping itself around. Right. You. So actually, here I'd be doing like. Sotuke and Uchuke and all these awesome blocks. And and there. Oh, yeah. Six plus three, nine. Nine. Okay. So you deal your damage, okay, and which it is... deals its damage back to you, which Correct. I didn't write down. Damn it. So I, I the page do one to ten. I do a ten. Ten. Good God. First yeah. good roll in nine months. That's awesome. And okay. But I still get the arm. Well. Well. Ow. Um, okay. So you do that, and let me write that down, and it deals its damage back to you. So am I wielding a staff now, or is that only if I'm attacking with it? That's up to you, not me. Well, I mean, I attack with my hands. I I would assume you're not leaving the staff on the deck. Right. The question is, do I get the bonus from uh, plus one if I'm wielding my staff? For armor, yes. Yes, okay. And that's when you're wielding it to defend yourself. Okay. In this case, it's kind of crushing damage, so I don't know how that helps, unless you can describe how it helps. You're being crushed by a tentacle. Put it between you and yeah. It's kind of like, think, think, think of the, uh, the, 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 um, the compactor scene in Star Wars. Yeah. Actually, it makes perfect sense that my staff would be a block between it constricting me. He keeps saying staff. And rod. And duty. Um, all right, your damage that the Kraken is doing to you is a D10. I roll it. Plus five. Jesus. It's a minus, freaking Kraken. All right, minus my armor, which is Right now, it's a D10 plus five. It rolled well for you. plus five, 14. Okay. And I would argue that I have two you can, armor. You can reduce uh, your armor 12. as a, because it was described appropriately. It's a 12. Okay. 
Um, From can, 26. So, I do. Wow. Now, Nessalus sees Truk being crushed. What sound does Truk make when he's crushed to within a third of his life? Or by about a third of his life? Or is that more? Almost a half. Half, half. Almost half. What does that sound like? Nessalus would hear it. He'd like to joke that it sounds like spank me, but it really sounds like... Ow. Ah! Ow! So that sound catches your attention, Nessalus. I've heard this sound before. You have a little bit from the rocks, uh, from the earth swallowing when him When he up was and, in yeah. this, and I remembered that cage worked well okay. last time. So I'm going to throw a cage up around Trug to prevent him from him getting the life choked out of Anime him. bubble? Yes. Anime bubble. Pink and blue? With my little pony dancing around it? <laughs> Whatever you want. Your little pony? Well, I'm in the cage. I don't see anything. We discerned that last time. You couldn't. You could see the world around. You said you could. You just couldn't do anything about it. I don't it. see any of the bubble. I don't see the My Little Ponies, no. Pokemon's. What's the number you get? Six plus three is nine. Is nine? Okay, so you have to pick from the seven to nine, Liz. Ah! You've already got Why is a big bad demon caged? coming after you from the last <laughs> one. Why am I always getting caged? Because you always need to help. Uh-huh. Hey, draw and welcome attention. You want more unwanted attention. Yeah. Outstanding. Okay. The the cage, the bubble, goes up around Truk and severs the tentacle <laughs> of the squid, which gets really pissed off at the person who casts that spell. Invisibility! And a, and a tentacle comes at Nestle's Calamity, you see the Wait, tentacle going towards her. You're off the boat now. Do you want any of your crew to do anything? Uh, they are to... And do evasive maneuvers. So they are to protect themselves. Correct. Okay. So um, let's do that as an order to your minions. All right. Right now they are pretty loyal to you. This is something we haven't messed with yet. We uh, Normally minions in Dungeon World can have a loyalty number, and you can add that. Do I get to do the voice of authority? R- read it to me. Take plus one to order hirelings? Yes. Heck yeah. These are your hirelings, without a doubt. Go for it. So you're going to get... Right now, we're going to say that they're loyal to you at a pretty even keel, uh, but they're your employees. So you're going to start with a plus one and add another one. Woo! This is all charisma. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. I got a seven. So that turns it into a seven. Without Just that, you wouldn't have had it, right? For planning purposes, can yeah. I play Wylena? Sure. <laughs> as long as you really play Wylena. Yeah. Okay. Um, so at this point, they will... Uh, so the skeletons are going to just try and secure the ship because that's yep. what they know to do. The alive people are going to do so. You got Jerry, you got uh, Billy, Phil, Mickey, a few others. Um, they are all going to be trying to do what with the ship? Just like batten down the hatches kind of thing? Um, they're going to uh, actually uh, pull out the... Remember I, told, I described the whole... Uh, that, that one time, uh, the chain... The ball mm-hmm. and chain thing, yeah, it with spikes on it. They're going to try to throw those the spikes onto the tentacles just to drag. Right, so they're going to defend, not yeah. just protect. Okay, um, we'll let them get to that. And what are you doing after shouting your order to them? Um, I tell the kraken that you need to focus on me Punk using ass. my exterminatus. Oh, remind me what that is. It's basically I, it's I choose taunt. an enemy and I deal extra damage to it. Okay. Um. So, and I, uh, that little chip I made in this chitin, I'm mm-hmm. going to keep cracking at it. <laughs> he said cracking. Uh-huh. <laughs> he did, really. He did. And he's going to roll now. 
Hoppa! Hoppa! Ha-ha! That's an eight. An eight. Okay. So you'll deal your damage to it, and it will deal damage back to you. Tell me what you deal. He gets to do extra damage because of his exterminatus. Twelve. Twelve damage. Okay. The the Kraken, uh, its beak is able to get at you because you jumped at its head. And its beak chews at you. Your armor may protect you a little, but it is going to do a D10 plus 5 damage to you. God, why, why does it roll high for fucking cracking? <laughs> God dang it. <laughs> Did you get a 9 as well? No, I got an 8. All right, all right, 13. I thought you said 14. Invisibility. Invisibility? Yes. Let's, um, I'm going to cast Invisibility. Go ahead and start that. Let's see what Truk is doing. He's being crushed by a tentacle. Right, so... While he's being crushed, Wylena, who is on the Mickey, go ahead and make deck, your roll for him. Sees what's happening. Yeah. At this point, you know she would like to use. She's not high level, but she'd like to use a little bit of minor low level bardic lore. Uh oh. To do a little healing, throw her arcane art. Oh, you're trying to play her as an actual bard. Yeah. Wow. She's got arcane art, which would allow her to weave a performance into a base spell, choose an ally and an effect for 1d8. I will let you roll it with no modifiers, and you will do half the, whatever the success is. All right, well, she would be at, at level 2 at least, mm-hmm. so she would get another 1d8 for healing song. I don't think she's ready for that. If she could, she would have been healing herself. I don't think she's that far along. She was in pretty bad shape yeah. last time. All right, so wait. You're, so so what gonna I'm going to say is D8? you're going to be able to roll 2d6, and on any form of success, you will, get, you will roll the healing and get half of what that total is. She is not a player character. Yep, she is not a player character. Right, in that case, I'm just going to have her shoot her bow at the Kraken. Okay. 2d6? Um, yeah, I'll let you roll. Go ahead and make an attack for her. Why not? Because that's not worth it for that healing. <laughs> okay. Seven. Okay, um, so then go ahead and roll a d6 for her damage against the Kraken, and since she, she attacked, the Kraken will attack her back. Oh, Four. no. Yeah. That's all right. Four. That's all right. He doesn't care. It's Wylena. He doesn't care who lays tentacles on her. <laughs> Another tentacle comes out of the water. The ocean sprays um, right up onto the boat as a tentacle reaches out for Wylena and hits her. And knocks her unconscious and probably a few more broken bones on the deck of the ship. She's like very, very fragile. Anyone who isn't milk. you guys is fragile. She's not going to be able to tell our tale. She needs more milk. I'm going to have to tell her how to. She definitely needs to beef up her bones. What'd you roll for the invisibility? I rolled. Okay, so you said when I did my cage force, it severed the tentacle that. Truk and that had. thing is all pissed at you. So does that mean that Truk is now safe? Uh, he is Wait, in the cage. cage until you drop it. Yeah, he's in the cage. Which is why I didn't have but any he's damage not getting, to him. But he's not getting crushed. Correct. So, here's the thing. Okay. In order to do invisibility, I have to drop his cage. Sounds good to me. No, I mean, wait, what? <laughs> go ahead. So, if I'm going to go invisible, I've got to drop your cage. But he's not being crushed currently. But you're not being crushed. Right. The, the, yeah, the, the tentacle was just shevered. Shevered? Shevered. 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 It was shed. That's being severed. That's what in the shed. In the shed. Thank you, JJ. I was going there. Um, So it was shevered, and uh, Truk was no longer being crushed. Uh, He got a glimpse of Wylena shooting a bow. Truk got a glimpse of Wylena shooting a bow at the squid as he felt the tentacle loosen around him. 
and he's in that familiar feeling of it's quiet and they can see the rest of the world, but you can't interact with it. Are you going to drop the cage, Mickey? I have to. I'm going to go invisible. Okay. Go, did you roll that already? I rolled a nine okay. plus three. All right. So you got it. And then, Truk, the cage drops. The tentacle that was around you falls lifeless to the, the deck of the boat. Correct. And um, Nessalus vanishes. Correct. Calamity. Uh, again, I'm just going to... The thing to is still... Yeah, I'm going to uh, shove my sword up inside it. Shove it up inside? Yep. All right. Let's go for another hack and slash. Are you attempting to exterminate it still, right? You've named yep. it. And exterminate that's it. Yeah. I've named I'm it Pete. I'm ready. Pete. <laughs> uh, this is a 12. Kraken Pete. Okay, let's get some damage out of that mofo. That's a little better. All right. So 17 damage. 17. Wow. Good wow. gosh, man. Okay. Um, it makes the, my Eldritch Blast feel so inadequate. It, I don't know what colors squid bleed. Uh, black, black, black ichor. Okay. It's doing that all over you. It's kind of nasty, but maybe, I don't know. Do you I'm care in the it. heat of battle? I'm reveling okay. it. Um, Truk, right. it feels <laughs> like um, the, the Kraken has lost some momentum, but it hasn't stopped its tentacles from messing with Everybody except Calamity. Right, it so can't seem to hit itself in the face with a tentacle. Yeah. Right. So I want to use, uh, I want to try to freeze the water where the tentacle is. Oh, crap. He's going elemental again. I want to freeze Go the water failure. So, the ele- so that the Kraken and his tentacles cannot move. Okay. That seems kind of big. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm just turning, I'm just moving the temperature of the water down. No big deal. <laughs> of the ocean. Yeah. Just the, no, not the whole it's ocean. Localized. No, just like, the water like around. Yards of ocean. Yeah. Like, I know it's salt water, which makes it harder wow. to freeze. So, but but I, I, let's go physics here for a moment. 50 yards, physics. you said, of salt water is about how many cubic tons of trained, water, I've perhaps? I've been trained by Druganach, the wild oh, walker. Good point. Go ahead and roll. <laughs> physics. What you got? Seven plus one, eight. Eight? Hey, that's not an so abject failure. Eight, I can choose one. Of these horrible options. The effect I desire comes to pass. I avoid paying nature's price or I retain control. I will uh, have the effect I desire come to pass. Okay. So you will freeze the water. The Kraken will be unable to move. What does it look like as the water freezes? Ocean water freezing in the middle of the freaking ocean? Exactly. So You're creating a mini iceberg? Yeah, exactly. That's exactly right. So there are... Turns and seagulls and oceans and waves all around, but here, right outside our boat, nope, it's freaking Antarctica. Right there. Mm. Wait, so the boat's stuck too? No, no. Oh, oh yeah, it is. Oh, yeah, oh it is. no, no. I mean, it's stuck in the ice. The ice might be moving, but it's stuck in the ice. Doesn't matter. The crack is not moving. You all go whale on it. Boom, boom, boom. Right in the hand. So Nestlus is invisible. Mm-hmm. Does she choose to do anything or just watch? Absolutely. She is going to... Because <laughs> um, as soon as she attacks, the invisibility drops. Yeah, as soon as I, I ran, right? Because okay. I saw a tentacle coming towards me. So yes. dropped invisibility, ran to a different part of the ship, okay. lift invisibility, Eldritch Blast at, at the head. I just okay. rose a Which is where I feel like I didn't get any props. Yeah, but I can, I can control Eldritch Blast, Master Missile. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. So that is... You can control it until you fail. Did you fail? Yeah. Oh, no! Ten. Okay. That's a Because it's intelligence for a cast. Yeah. Yes. That's that dice app again. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You hear the dice sound, and Mickey says, ten. Ten. 
Okay, so you got it. Go ahead and roll your damage. Whopping seven. A whopping seven. That's like half of the but damage yours, that you do. yours ignores armor. It does. It does. That makes me feel so much better. Does the Kraken have armor? Yeah. Yes. And yes. I will tell you that is one more point than what was needed. To finish off the Kraken. I killed the Kraken! Yes! So the Kraken stops moving completely. Um, Calamity, you're on its head. As that Eldritch Blast hits, its head kind of explodes in Ew, the black. nice. Sorry. And you get covered. Now, so if you were reveling in it before, you know, this is a I, celebration. I, I cut out its tongue. <laughs> it's uh, cracks you didn't want to talk about. Your um, wobbly bits are... And you can soaked. hear the timbers of the boat cracking under the weight of the ice. Oh, Nature crap. is taking its price back from the oh, ice. Oh. Good job. Fireball. <laughs> fireball. <laughs> I fireball the shack. Fireball the ice. Fireball the ice. Can I fireball the ice? Uh, you can. To melt it. And the, Yeah, and if Just anything goes catastrophically forward. wrong... That's all right. You got to do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Come on. So nature is... Um, Rub it on your boobs. Nature. Yes. <laughs> she went to the left Ten. instead of the right. <laughs> yes! you got to go to the left. You can't go to the right. <laughs> Dude, um, the breast rub never fails. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, the, Wait, the f- that's not a 10. No, it's not. It's a, se- it's a 9. <laughs> it's a 9. Ah. Although that matters. That matters. That matters. Because you need to pick one of those. Um, I'm going to forget it. Are you going to forget Fireball? Yeah, okay. good call. Uh, that kind of sucks because the unwelcome attention was about to be Fuck ice that. shards. No, <laughs> <laughs> because na- nature, in addition to you have to pay nature's price, you also didn't choose to retain control. No, nope. it's um, run away. It's yeah. run amok. So, oh god, the, ice age number two. The ocean itself is starting to freeze behind you. Could Although she has freed the way ahead with the fireball, the ocean itself is freezing behind you. Nice. And that's where we're going to wrap up we, we this episode. We can totally like, use the rope and some skis behind the boat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> you can do some ice skiing. Ice skating. Skiing. It's ice capades. Yeah. Um, yeah, we'll wrap up this episode. And we'll pick up right here on the next one. Bye, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. So much. Penis. Do Kraken's have penises? Yes. <laughs> A Kraken wreaks some havoc with the ship and crew before our heroes manage to send it back to the depths of the sea. Calamte hacks and slashes, Nestle's cast spells, and Troop works his druidic charm to bring ice into the mix. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. <laughs> <laughs>